Welcome to Living Strong, the flip side of adversity with your host, Dr. Veerdra Jackson. On our program, we explore the flip side of every story. And when you open yourself up to both sides, you'll realize that there are life lessons, powerful tools, and so much more. Now, here is Dr. Veerdra Jackson. Hello and welcome to Living Strong, the Flip Side of Adversity. I am Dr. Veerdra Jackson, the CEO and creative behind Living Strong Consulting. Now tonight, I am excited about our guest. She is a millennial who is helping this old G <laughs> come into the, the digital age. And one creative way, we've been celebrating our anniversary. Living Strong is five years old in this month, September 2021. And she has been walking us through a journey through our miracle, our manifestation, our milestones, as well as our memories. And through her creativity, it has allowed me to reconnect with my why. And as a bold young lady, which you will feel as soon as she starts talking, we uh, connected through um, a my book, my first book, Fearless Conversations with a Limitless God. And for those of you who are afraid of stepping out and taking risk, I want you to take note. After that experience, she sent me an email and said, I think I have something that I can add to the work you're doing. And just from her boldness, and her authenticity, I said, you know what? I want to find out what it is. So if you have been holding back on taking a risk, on reaching out of being willing to do something that leaves you vulnerable, this right here is an example of your reason why you need to get over that fear. Because if she had never reached out, this moment right here would never have happened. And so let me tell you a little bit about Miss Chloe Kane. She exists to help the next generation glow beyond the status quo in business, life, and in their walk toward fulfilling purpose. She is the co-founder and CEO of the Glow Creative Company, which is a digital media agency built to tell authentic stories for diverse businesses using branding, content creation, and marketing. Chloe is also a hope dealer to a movement called the Glow Gang. And let me tell you, I follow them on Instagram and her energy is fire. So you need to make sure you check out and follow the Glow Gang. Her purpose is to use her life as a light to inspire others to ignite their own. So there's going to be a little twist to our conversation this evening. I have given Chloe the opportunity to ask me questions about our journey as a building Living Strong Consulting. So 
I'm going to be in the hot seat to get us started this evening, but I want to welcome you, Chloe. Welcome to the flip side of adversity. Thank you. Thank you so much for that wonderful introduction. I'm just an ordinary girl from a small town called Jackson, Michigan. It's it's a plumbing, pleasing pleasure, you know, all the titles. It's amazing. But um, I'm just I'm just a girl who really just said, you know, yes to this process. Yes to being able to do something extraordinary for um, not just this generation, but for my family. Um, I'm a first generation uh, entrepreneur and uh, a believer. And so I'm really excited to share space with you today. <laughs> You know what, your brilliance, your brightness, and your desire to say yes is probably what has connected us so. And what mm-hmm. I saw in you is that spirit because I have the same kind of spirit. We, I'm just going to say yes. Whatever mm-hmm. God puts in front of me, I'm going to trust him and say yes. So I said yes to you in letting you put me mm-hmm. on the hot seat. <laughs> Just to get us started. So people pray for me because Chloe has a way of asking questions. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get into it. I'm super excited. Right. So as you mentioned, uh, Dr. Jackson, uh, this last past month, we've been working on really uh, telling the story of the journey and the process of Living Strong uh, Consulting LLC. And one of the powerful things about the business that you've created is that you as a leader, the innate ability to be able to cast vision and then uh, track it, to transfer it to everybody a part of this thing, it just permeated as I'm sitting there editing the videos. And so we see the successes, we see you, you know, shining on Facebook, we see the Voice of America show. But one of the things that um, I think other people may want to know and me personally, can you tell us about some of those failures? Like some of those moments when you didn't know if this was going to work, some of those moments when you may have not said yes, but you said no. (laughs) Can you speak to that? You know what? So I love how you phrased it because failure for me, Mm -hmm. it's moments Mm. now. It's moments now. But if I can be honest, failure, the way I used to view it, it used to be connected to my identity. And Mm. I would say that that was one of the biggest missteps I made early on in stepping out and leaving what I would call a nine to five job to really begin to build vision and begin Mm -hmm. to include other people. And I call it my greatest, the the turning point to really understanding how to pull apart who I am from what I do. Mm. And one of the greatest moments that actually had me spiral for quite some time is that I married the two together. So whenever something wasn't working well, 
I attached that to my identity instead of recognizing that it was simply a moment that is not working the way I designed or I thought it should. When in truth, it actually isn't about my plan. So once I was able to pull apart that my identity is not tied to my task or assignment, I then began to walk in more freedom of taking risk. But honestly, that failure, that moment in time was a long one and it was filled with twists and turns again because I'd placed an expectation. I felt like God had called me to do something impactful, to do something that would change and impact families and children. And I could see it, but it never came to pass the way I thought it would. And it actually turned into a toxic experience because I held on to it longer than I was supposed to. I knew it was time for me to go, but because it didn't, it wasn't turning out the way I thought it should. I kept holding on to it, trying to make it work and it turned toxic And it began to distort how I viewed myself. So when I actually was forced to let it go, God had to pry it out of my hands and make the situation so horrible that I left and I left in shame because I hadn't done the work yet of pulling my identity apart from the vision or what I thought the plan was. And I left feeling like I had wasted eight years of my life. Wow. And I walked around for quite some time in shame because it never looked the way I thought it was going to look. And I felt like I... And yes, I'm going to say it out loud, that I and God have wasted eight years of my life. But it, it, it became one of the turning points to when I switched the narrative to recognize that even that, even that God would use in order to continue to move me forward into what he had for me, not what I had created for myself. As I moved forward, I began to be more willing to take risk and to encourage others to take risk because a failed moment does not make you a failure. Somebody pick that up, tweet that right there. A failed moment does not make you a failure. You dropped so many gems in there. And one of the powerful pieces that I really want to encourage people as you're listening is that Dr. Vidra, she said she was literally holding on to a list, an idea that she created. That's somebody's word right there. Let go of the list. I know some of y'all are praying for a man out there. You want him to be black. Five seven had a few abs. 
baby, let go of your list because when you let go of that list, you can finally take that risk. Now, I wanna really flip this thing. Let's talk about your successes because we see a lot um, of the amazing things that you're doing on the radio show. We see that you're working with clients all over the world, helping them be able to unlock the power of their purpose. You're helping them step in to um, being fearless. I love that so much. Can you give me, what is your definition of success? Uh, my definition mm -hmm. of success is legacy. Ooh, so good. when I think about the things that I identify as successes, they are moments like this, where he has allowed me to make a connection Mm -hmm. And I can absolutely encourage someone to walk in the gifting you've been given and create a platform and an opportunity for them to show and shine and bring that forward. For me, success is all about how are you reaching for somebody else so that they can walk in authenticity and recognize that we're not competing, but I'm ab absolutely going to put you on a platform. You, you know, you and I, I say it all the time. I grow, you grow. Yeah. That's the mind. I grow, you grow. I'm going to find a way. I grow, you grow. For me, that's success. Mm, that's so powerful. I love that so much. How has um, your failures shaped how you receive success in your life today? So for me, once I was able to recognize that what I've gone through is not going to define how far I can go, it has now allowed me to recognize that even if something does not look the way I thought it would look, he's not done yet. I stay excited. I stay excited. I let it go. And I'm like, okay, that didn't work, but it just means that there is something even better in front of me. And it allows me to continue to encourage other people to recognize it may not look the way you want it to look right now, but he's not done yet. You're still alive. You're still breathing. You're still standing. There's still more for you to do. Mmm, that is so powerful. I'm hyped right now. <laughs> you know what? And I think that's so interesting because what you said even about breathing and being alive, that right there is truly a gift. And that should be the motivating factor why some people even um, are able to just operate in, in purpose because you're alive. I want to ask you, what is your why? Why do you do what you do? You're alive, yeah. you're breathing. Why, why, does, why does Dr. Jackson wake up and, and, and go so hard in everything that she does? Well, again, it's tied to that word legacy mm. because when um, I think about uh, former Representative John Lewis's statement mm. that when you see something, and I'm paraphrasing, that mm -hmm. when you see something that's wrong, what are you going to do about it? And not only what are you going to do about it, you have to make that decision of what you're going to do about it because our children will ask you, what did you do 
And what did you say? And so I think about everyone who's watching, everyone who is um, aspiring to walk in similar shoes that I walk in or even their own individual dreams. I have to stand up and walk in integrity and walk out of my fear into my destiny because I've got to be willing to be an example, especially in a world that is so dark. Mm. And I know God has called me to be love and light yeah. that my children and grandchildren are going to ask, what did you do? What did you say? What mark did you make? Mm. Oh, my goodness. That is just that's so good right there. You, I instantly thought about this. We can't be the light if we can't see the light. And because you stepped out to be the light in your generation, you now can pull young people in my generation, which is so powerful. And I think it's something um, that will continue to uh, flow. And I'm excited to get more into the glow and get more into the light and the love, um, you know, after we come back from this break. Yes. And you know what? As I talk about light mm -hmm. and recognizing our responsibility of light, my word for 2021 has yeah. been the word grow. Wow. And so I've been trying to walk that out mm -hmm. consistently through a monthly webinar mm. that every first Tuesday, individuals can join in can connect with and not just to pretend to grow or wish to grow, but actually create a plan to grow. So mm. the commercial that's getting ready to happen, if you want an opportunity to grow, to grow with us, to identify a plan for growth, log into our website, www.livingstrongllc.com and register for our next first Tuesday. It is October 5th is our next session and become a part of our growth community. It's free. It's online. So there's no reason you can't tap in. So when we come back, who y'all, <laughs> Chloe still has the mic. She's going to continue to ask me her questions. We'll be right back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Life is now in session. Are you present? We don't get a dress rehearsal in life. So why not grab every moment you can to grow? Join me every first Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern and 4 p.m. Pacific for our live webinars. We're creating a growth plan and unpacking the 15 invaluable laws of growth by John Maxwell. Instead of waiting for growth to just happen by accident, let's get intentional about creating a growth plan for you. Let's do it together. Log in to www.livingstrongllc.com and grab your spot for First Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Eastern and 4 Pacific. And let's grow together. It's your time. 
This is Living Strong, the flip side of adversity with Dr. Veerdra Jackson. To reach the live show today, call into 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to info at livingstrongllc.com. Now, back to Living Strong, the flip side of adversity. Welcome back. I, I don't know if you have felt Chloe's energy, but it is absolutely contagious. She has me on the edge of my own seat, waiting to hear what questions she has for me. If you're just joining, we are celebrating our fifth year anniversary the entire month of September 2021. And I'm giving Chloe the opportunity to put me in the hot seat and ask me questions she's cultivated as she has put together our digital story all month long. So Chloe, I'm ready for the next question. <laughs> Let's do it. I think we left off and you were really speaking to your why and you mentioned a lot of what you do is to be able to be that example for the next young woman or for the next person that would be able to walk fully in their purpose. And so my question for you is really, what would you tell your younger self? <laughs> There's so much I would tell my younger self. Uh, and I, I think if I'm talking to my younger self and my younger self is an entrepreneur mm -hmm. with a dream or desire or even someone who just wants to step out and walk fully in purpose, the very first thing I would say is to get clear. Oftentimes when I'm coaching people, they are stuck because they're trying to keep too much in their head and they're all of these ideas and they're all swimming around in their head and they can't see the next right step because they have not taken time to get it out of their head onto paper and then get clear about what is the first thing that is already in your hand that you can build upon. Wow. So the very the, that is huge for me is to get clear and then leverage relationships. I tell JL this all the time as she is my young 20 some, uh, my youngest daughter, is to recognize that every relationship is an, is an important relationship. So they may not all be long range relationships. They may not be relationships that will directly impact your vision or your dream, but how you show up in relationships, in your authenticity, understanding your value and your desire to make a connection will pay forward because everything that I have been able to build upon in Living Strong has been built upon the quality of the relationships I had before I started the business that I was able to leverage to help me move the business forward. Mm, that's so powerful. I. I really love that because I think nowadays we live in this digital age where it's just like, well, I can just, you know, slide into their DMs or, you know, I don't really 
or let me message my product on. And it's just like, that's just so, it's, it's such a powerful thing. You know, I, I, I love the, I love marketing and advertising and all of those things, but the biggest thing for me has been those relationships. And so I, I really want to kind of speak, want you to speak more um, towards that. Cause I think many people um, in my generation, we, we have business ideas, right? We, we have great things that we really want to do. Um, and building relationships can often be difficult. You know, it can be difficult building relationships with the older generation and trying to figure out, okay, where does these relationships go through? Go like, how do I do this? I'm on TikTok. I'm on Instagram. My college friends, y'all cute and cool, but y'all can't pay for my product. So, <laughs> so can you speak to the keys to building relationships? Well, if I'm thinking about from your generation to mine, yeah. it is thinking about what is your message? Oh. What is it you want me to understand about who you are and what you're bringing to the table? Now, that's going to require you as a young person, as a young entrepreneur, to first get really clear on who you are and what your worth is. Wow. And don't be afraid to not in arrogance, but in confidence, walk into a relationship with integrity, with clarity, being able to succinctly communicate who you are, what you want to do, and don't be afraid to ask specifically for what you want. So often people will get into this great conversation and then be afraid to close the conversation with, and this is what I'm hoping you can do with me or guide me in. Get clear with your ask. Mm, that is so... <laughs> It's so true, you know, that you just, you kept it 100. All I got to <laughs> say is facts. Um, and you know what? I think one of the pieces that you mentioned too is knowing who you are and knowing what is it that you want. Because I even figured out for myself personally, being a young entrepreneur, I couldn't figure out what I wanted until I knew exactly who I was. And so I want you to really speak to um, young individuals out there who they're trying to navigate this process of finding out their authentic self, right? There's so many labels, there's so many limits, there's so many, you know, tags and, and things that are oftentimes put on us. And then we become something that we never really was right in the first mm -hmm. place. And so can you speak to um, how do we uncover our most authentic selves in a culture that's full of trends rather than truth? <laughs> well, uh, so, you know, I, and I say this all the time, that although Living Strong really connects with it, I don't care what you believe, what your faith is, but in order for me to tell my story, it, it will always include my faith. And so I go to the word first to really get clear on who I am based on the image bearing God that yeah. represents me and understand he's helped me stay standing and continue to move forward because he wants to use all of me. So just as you share, it's not the trend, but it's the truth. Go to the truth of, of who you are. And that's the word of God. So once I've done that and I really have gotten clarity 
on what does the word say about who I am, I then go to the voices that counter contradict that. Mm. And I will ask myself, where did that voice come from and whose voice is it? And get real true. Because if it's not God's voice and it's not my voice, that means somebody transplanted that onto me and I now need to release it so that I can walk in my destiny. But that takes work. That takes your willingness to dig into what lie have you been telling yourself all these years that you now need to put down because it's no longer serving you and it's actually sabotaging your opportunity to move forward. So it's now time to tap into the truth, the thing that brings you joy. Stop being afraid to do it. Do the thing. Somebody's waiting for you. Yes. Don't get me started. Don't get me started. Let me calm down. Somebody needed that. Someone (laughs) needed that, you know, and and I'm over here just, I'm over here convicted. (laughs) We just had a little church uh, on the radio show, but I mean, that's just, it's super, 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 super important. And and one of the pieces is, you know, uh, uh, for you know, for, for me, I'm a woman of faith and, and that's what I stand on too. When I, when I walk into spaces and places, I understand that I understand who's with me and who called me to this, you know? And I think there needs to be, as you spoke to, um, even in asking what you want, you know, um, there's a sense of confidence and authority that you have to have. And I, I noticed that even for me, as I was kind of stepping into my confidence, there were some hindrances, you know, for me, it was insecurity. For me, there it was fear. For me, it was people pleasing. Um, I I want you to speak to, from your perspective, what are some of the hindrances that you see um, for our generation from truly stepping into their purpose? They have the business plan. They got the gift. They got the thing. They got the dream, right? But what are those things that are just holding them back from really stepping into freedom? Can you speak to that? I mean, you're a mother too of a a young person. (laughs) (laughs) And a grandmother yeah. of three little people. <laughs> yeah. uh, so this is interesting, and I want to be able to speak to this, but then I want you to share um, a little bit of your understanding of what I'm getting ready to say. Okay. Because you live and work and do so many amazing things on creative platforms, I want to acknowledge that The digital age has a use. Social media has a use. TikTok, tweeting, you know, Instagram, all of that has a very valuable use. But some some elements that I get worried about with the younger generation is that they want to show up and share a tweet and not have authentic content really understand that you have studied whatever it is that you are bringing to an audience, to a platform, to a ministry, to the classroom, to your own family. People today need truth, need quality content. They need someone who has done the work, who is willing to study and study deep into a subject that they now want to bring forward to someone. But because things happen so easily on social media with a 
a quick bite sound bite here or something that is fast within 150 characters and you feel like you've done something because you've put a sound bite out there but when it's time to go deep you're too shallow to actually bring what people need for healing that is just it. That's powerful. My edges are snatched, y'all. <laughs> did y'all catch so crazy? Did y'all catch that glow? Did you, I mean, that is super, super powerful because even as you speak to that, uh, being in this generation, I think I completely agree because I've walked that path before in terms of when I present this thing to the public, I made it. Or when I present this thing, oh, I posted this picture or posted this video. That means that means somebody going to look at it and then I'm going to blow up. That's what we thinking in my mind. Then I'm a, but then it's just like, no, do you have the infrastructure, not just the infrastructure? I'm, I'm going to go a little bit deeper. Do you have the integrity? Because you can't yeah. Instagram integrity. You can't tweet trustworthiness. You can't Facebook faithfulness, right? Those are things that you do behind the scenes and who you are behind the scenes, as you said, is more important than who you are in front of the scenes. Yes. And I, you know what? You tap, you actually fully walked into something else that resonates with me in that how often does um, the current generation, as well as my age as well, expect something to happen fast mm. just because they put it out on a social media platform. They see somebody else who has certain number of likes or something, and they feel like they have shared something and that they're waiting for this big movement to happen yeah. when it actually is. You have got to put in the blood, sweat, and tears and yes, sometimes you're going to cry over it and don't get afraid of something being hard. Yeah. The process, anything we do that's going to shape and impact and shake people's lives yeah. is going to come at a cost to us. So stop expecting things to be easy. Mm -hmm. Recognize it's going to be hard and lean in to the discomfort. Mm hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know what I instantly thought about as you as you were speaking, I instantly thought about so many people want the promise, but but you don't want the process. Right. Mm -hmm. We want to we want to mm -hmm. we want to warm our dreams up like a ramen noodle cup and it to be, oh, it's ready. Ding. We want it to show up like an Amazon package. Boom. We want to we want it to instantly happen like that. Just turn it on Netflix. You can just click on that. <laughs> and I think that is one of the curses of technology is the mm -hmm. sense of impatience. Um, and, and this is maybe something I want to even speak and ask you. What has been that process of kind of waiting for uh, living strong to kind of birth into what it is now? Um, speak to like patience and 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 kind of have to wait on it. And sometimes it doesn't always harvest when you want it to. Yeah. So for me, it has been a shift. So mm -hmm. my pastor, um, Pastor Keith Pelzer, um, shared a message in the middle of the pandemic mm -hmm. about um recognizing what we're doing, it, it's more about significance. Mm. And for me, as he shared that message, something clicked inside of me that how often are we looking for a performance that will bring in the masses, but we're forgetting the fact that 
This is actually about your significant, how are you becoming significant in your study, in Mm. your work, whether it's two people or 200 people or 2000 people, how are you creating a significant moment to support the, the individual that has been brought to you in that moment? It's more important, not about the the numbers, Mm -hmm. but the depth of what you're bringing, which takes time. And for me, that sermon absolutely had me begin to recognize it's okay to move slower if I'm going deeper. So when I come up, it is so fruitful that it's fully developed, it's significant, and it's ready to be presented as opposed to something immature that I'm just throwing out to the masses. Mm -hmm. And it's not even nourishing enough to take them to the next level. Mm. So I got a question though. Yeah, I have a question for you. So what are the habits that you are cultivating in order for you to glow, which is your, which is your tag. So your tagline. So how are, what habits, what approaches are you cultivating in order to create this glow community? Wow. That's such a good question. You know, uh, for me, the main ingredient to, to really being able to glow is to say yes to the process. So for me, it was saying yes to the process. And then it, it's like, okay, Chloe, that seems way too, that just seems, okay, I said yes. But no, it's saying yes to the process every single day. So I know when my feet hit the ground in the morning, I gotta say yes. I gotta show up whether people are clapping for me. I gotta show up whether people are looking at me. I gotta show up, as you said before, whether two people are watching on Instagram or if it's 2000, I gotta show up. And so some Some of the habits that I do every single day is literally I wake up and I sit in the presence of God. Like for me, my faith is the foundation of everything that I do. Um, Glow actually stands for God's light of the world, right? That is in every, that Glow Creative Co. is a manifestation of that. So when I wake up, I sit in the presence of God. And after that, I, I go into workout. That is the thing that gets me up. I was a division one athlete. And so I still feel like the the girl that played soccer, we used to get up every single day in the morning for 6 a.m. So I believe that I was prepared for such a time as this because all it for for over seven years, I was waking up every single day for soccer practice. And now I'm waking up every single day to do the purpose that I've been called to do. So exercising is a huge thing to really energize me. And then another habit that's really allowed me to glow is affirmation. Nations. Before the t- before the world tells me who I am, I make sure I make sure that I know who I am in God. I make sure so I get up and it looks crazy. I, I, even if I'm walking to an office down a coffee shop, you know, because I've been kind of doing teleporting offices. But it doesn't matter where I go. I say those affirmations. 
out loud. I am loved. I am called. I am chosen. I am created for such a time as this. And I say that in, in, and some days, y'all, I'm going to be real with you. Some days I don't believe it. <laughs> but I Tell the truth. Tell right. the truth. Yep. You know what I mean? <laughs> some days I don't believe it. But those are three things that I do. I say yes to the process. I spend time in the presence of God. I say my morning affirmations and I work out. And then I'm like, let's glow. <laughs> let's glow. Yeah. I love it. Your intentionality and consistency is powerful. And I know that someone just got convicted and confirmation yeah. that what they need to begin to commit to stop dabbling in it, but get determined about it is yeah. it. You just gave them what they needed. So we're getting ready to take another break. Um, and after uh, this break, I get to flip the script and come for Chloe. Cause I know you have logged in to be able to hear more about Glow Creative. Uh, so Chloe, as we get ready to go on break, what is your website that people can take a look at while we're on break? So the website is www.glowcreativeco.com. You can check it out. Uh, we're still in the process of kind of reconstructing things, but we have a portfolio there that you can check out some of our latest videos. You'll see the lovely Dr. Jackson, uh, the last video stories that we did for her up there. And yeah, we're just, we're just still, we're, we're still building and I'm, I'm just excited. <laughs> So when we come back from this break, we will unpack what is Chloe Kane building now and what brings her joy in the process of it. We will be right back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Life is now in session. Are you present? We don't get a dress rehearsal in life. So why not grab every moment you can to grow? Join me every first Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern and 4 p.m. Pacific for our live webinars. We're creating a growth plan and unpacking the 15 invaluable laws of growth by John Maxwell. Instead of waiting for growth to just happen by accident, let's get intentional about creating a growth plan for you. Let's do it together. Log in to www.livingstrongllc.com and grab your spot for First Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Eastern and 4 Pacific. And let's grow together. It's your time. This is Living Strong, the flip side of adversity with Dr. Veerdra Jackson. To reach the live show today, call into 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. 
You may also send an email to info at livingstrongllc.com. Now, back to Living Strong, the flip side of adversity. So I have been, I mean, I am so revved up. It is just something about Chloe Kane's energy that has me on 10. And so she, she brought me all the way up here and now it is my turn to ask the questions. So I want to uh, actually begin where we, you began to ask me how, I, what I would share with the younger generation, I want to flip that and ask you, what do you want or need from my generation? Mm, That is so powerful. I love that question so much. Instantly, I think of three things. Um, Fasten your seatbelts. I hope you're ready for these. All right. We're we're, (laughs) we're ready. We're ready. So I I think of this, the first thing that we need um, is empathy. Just, I feel like our generation, we're just, we just want to be understood. We just want to be heard. And I think there's a sense of deflection when it comes to, um, and I'm not generalizing your entire generation, um, but there's a sense of, we don't feel personally comfortable expressing our ideas and expressing our thoughts because we already are assuming in our minds, well, they ain't going to like this or what, that's not going to be able to go or that's going to get blocked. But I think if there was a sense of empathy, just understanding, just a listening ear, I think that that would allow us personally to overcome our fear of using our voices and using our gifts because parents and and, and teachers and, and mentors would just listen. And then I think the next thing on top of that is after there's empathy, then there's an opportunity to actually empower right? Then there can be like, okay, here's, here's how we can, here's how we can collab. Here's how we can partner together on helping you achieve your purpose. Or it maybe I don't, maybe, you know, you're not the one to be able to help that young person with their purpose. Maybe you can guide them into somewhere, a, a resource or an opportunity. Maybe there's a seat there. And then I would say the third thing, I love this one so much, encouragement. We need encouragement. Yes. We're, we're being attacked. And oftentimes I think there's so much tough love, which I think this generation does need some tough love. Like I do think there needs to be some tough love and there needs to be like some, come on, wake up. But I think there needs to be some encouragement because one thing um, about us is we are very, um, we're bold individuals. We'll take the risk. We'll do the thing. But if we don't have the encouragement, then that can often discourage us from doing what we know we've been called to do. As you mentioned before, so many of us, we have gifts. We have dreams. We have, we want to go to that college. We want to build that business. We want to uh, present that project. But oftentimes we're so afraid because we don't have encouragement. And then we're asking our friends, can you encourage me? And they're already discouraged. Like they can't <laughs> look, we'll, we'll talk about inner circles a different day because I struggle with this. When you're not surrounded around the right people, mm. sometimes the encouragement can co- only come to the top from the top. Mm-hmm. And I believe mm-hmm. your generation's ability to be able to empathize, empower, and then encourage, I think that it would enlighten us to be able to finally say yes. Yes. Yeah. I love that finger snap, everybody. Mm -hmm. I mean, absolute, yep, drop the mic. You heard (laughs) it here. 
I, you know what? You gave us a challenge as mm-hmm. a generation. And if we would become humble enough mm-hmm. to do those three things, it would bring down walls that are, it's actually preventing both of our generations from moving forward. Because if we did those three things, it would also allow us to listen, to be able to learn from you. (laughs) So there are things that I know people in my generation that this pandemic has forced them into media, me included, (laughs) into video, me included, that I was afraid to do. But your generation, they're more risk takers. They're Mm -hmm. out there. They're doing things. And so you just dropping that those three nuggets absolutely are um, it's that's that was a treasure. So I now want to recognize that you have a whole community (laughs) that is following and showing up with you. Can you tell me a little bit more about the Glow Gang, what that is, and what kind of impact you want to make with that movement? Yeah, so Glow Gang was just something that I started two years ago uh, in college. And uh, what it really, the purpose of it was for, was to be able to help people in my generation truly ignite their light, you know, because one of the things is we all have a light inside of us. But the problem is it's been dimmed. It's been covered. It's been undiscovered. The, the, The pressures and the worries of life have just tried to just cover it up, but it's in there. And so Glow Gang is literally a movement to be able to help young millennials and and people in the Gen Z generation be able to find their light again. And when I say light, people are saying, what's that, Chloe? What you talking about? You talking about the sun, the stars? What you saying? What's the light? The light for me, for me, the light is God, but I believe that it manifests in other ways, such as joy, such as purpose, such as inspiration, such as being able um, to be authentic. The light is whatever sparks that Thing inside of you that gets you hyped, that smile on your face, doctor, that's the light right there. When you walk into a room and you say, this is who I am. When you show up on your college campus and you try out for that team and you say, this is who I am. That's that light. And when we walk every single day in that light, we just, we just burn so bright. And, and someone once told me one time, they said, Chloe, your light shines so bright that it burns my eyes. And I remember I was taken back like, what, like, what do you mean by that? It was so powerful because at the moment, I didn't realize that my energy was an example of the light. And so that's all Glow Gang is. I, I look at this really, um, it, it's been a hashtag, but it, it then it's turned into a movement. But I really look to be able to provide strategies and, and conferences um, to be able to actually equip young people. And this will be a faith-based movement because I believe that what Glow Gang can do is be able to reimagine what it means to be a young person in faith. Faith is everything to, to me and, and, and spark 
sparks everything that I do. And I believe that this young generation can be able to reimagine how church is done, reimagine how purpose is done, reimagine just how life is done, that it can be different, that we can go to church digitally, that we can have an app on our phone, but we can still be able to connect um, with our identity, our purpose, and really tap into our gifts. So I know that your brightness is absolutely brilliant now, but I've gotten a chance to connect with your YouTube um, channel and your story. And I know it has not always been easy to get to this point. Mm -hmm. With the few minutes that we have left, I'd like for you to talk to a young person who has heard no multiple times and they are feeling discouraged. What would you say to them to move them past being discouraged by no? Mm. I would say that a rejection is for your protection. That oftentimes when we get that no, we think it means stop. But when we, but I started to realize that I had, I got so many no's. I remember back in 2018, um, it was my senior year in college. And I said, I'm going to step out. I had just tapped into, I took an entrepreneurship class at my school and I was like, I'm going to be an entrepreneur. People looking at me like, you're like, are you crazy? Are you out of your mind <laughs> to, to, to step out at this young age to be an entrepreneur? And I remember it was about three and a half years of me doing work for free. It was about me showing up and just still serving with no with no money you know it it was it was me learning the things that i needed to learn you know in the season that i was in and so i would say continue to plant those seeds whether I, I i know some of you you look girl you may be be able to braid somebody's hair girl keep braiding hair in your dorm room you may be a young man and you're really good at, at, at basketball and you just you're like when am i gonna get noticed yo like i'm practicing i'm showing up keep showing up because something will break and i remember even in those dark moments I knew that the next day I was going to have light again. Like even, mm. even mm -hmm. e like even in those moments when I was like, am I supposed to be doing this? Like, this is crazy. Like I got two whole degrees and I stepped out to, into this entrepreneurship calling and I'm just out here by myself. This doesn't feel good, but let me tell you this too. What, what always feels good isn't always good. And that's what I had to realize that pain is a part of the process. That if you don't go through pain, you won't get a gain. That diamonds, right? They gotta go through pressure, pressure. so that they can become mm -hmm. beautiful. And I became beautiful in the process of embracing the journey. I'm in a much better space and place because I continue to keep going. So for every single young person out there that is in a dark season in their life, I need you to continue to keep going because in that darkness, that's where your book is going to be created. In that darkness is where you're going to figure out your gifts. I found out my gifts when I was in the darkest moments of my life. I got real, you get creative when you're broke, right? So I'm <laughs> encouraging somebody to keep on creating. <laughs> You know what? And with that, we are at the end of our show. How can people find you. We have about 15 seconds. Tell them quickly how they can find and follow you. 
You can follow me on Instagram at I am Chloe Kane. That's that's I am and then C-H-L-O-E-C-A-I-N. And it's I am Chloe Kane. I got TikTok, TikTok now, y'all. I'm on TikTok, Twitter, and then Facebook for the older generation, Chloe Kane. I haven't posted nothing in a couple of months, so forgive me. <laughs> on um, YouTube, it's going to be Chloe Kane TV. And that is a wrap. We are ending our celebration of Living Strong's anniversary. And we thank Chloe Kane and Glow Creative for how they have helped us remember. We we thank you again and see you next week. Thank you for tuning in to Living Strong, the flip side of adversity. Please join your host, Dr. Veerdra Jackson, for another edition of our show next Thursday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time and 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Have a great week.